Peace and love, beautiful people. It's your boy Dwayne Anderson, aka Earthy Vine, and you are now tuned in to another episode of Uncut and Uncorked. Peace and love. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Uncut and Uncorked. I go by the name of Dwayne Anderson, a.k.a. Earthly Vine. Uh, thank you all so much for tuning into the show. Uh, I really appreciate it. This is season one. And for those who don't know, uh, Uncut and Uncorked is a show that's all about just celebrating black excellence. And that's exactly what we're doing on this episode. Uh, and season one is about black love. And so I've been interviewing a variety of couples uh, regarding black love and their journey when it comes to love. And when it comes to black love and it has been an amazing journey to learn from all these great amazing couples and we got another great couple on today where we're talking about the you know kind of like the ups and downs of you know uh current like through the whole quarantine process so if y'all remember back in 2020 we had the whole quarantine process and then uh what it's like even now to still be in a relationship during a pandemic and so we know that's a whole challenge in itself and so uh and so yeah and so we are going to jump right in it and we're going to go ahead and get started. But before we do that, uh, this is episode, I think, six. This is episode six, I believe. Episode six. And so uh, really excited about this one. But before we go into that, before we bring our lovely couple on, I'm going to go ahead and introduce the wine of the week. Uh, so if you don't know, you should know. Uh, make sure you follow your boy uh, at Earthly Vine on Instagram, uh, Dwayne Anderson on Facebook, uh, you know, YouTube, Uncut and Uncorked. But make sure you follow me on Instagram where I posted my wine of the week. And so as I told folks on my Instagram, I'm doing all black wines this month, y'all. And I'm going to try to do all black wines for the remainder of this show. Uh, I'm going to do as much as I can. And so I went out to the Chi-Town, Chicago, uh, and then I got a black-owned wine called uh, Love Corkscrew. So if y'all can see this right here, it's called Love Corkscrew. Uh, it's the We're Moving On Up 2018 Cabernet Sauvignon. Uh, and it, it was founded by uh, a black woman who's actually a member of Delta Sigma Theta uh, in Chicago. And so, uh, yeah, she founded this wine and it's called the We're Moving On Up 2018 Cabernet Sauvignon. And it is a delicious wine, y'all. It's really, really good. It's super smooth. Uh, it's only around, I think, $12 I got it for. You can get it at Benny's. You can get it at Target. You can get it at Walmart. Uh, you can get it kind of anywhere at your at your local wine store, local grocery store. Uh, I think they have it at uh, Whole Foods, Costco's as well, I believe. Uh, so you can get it anywhere. It's really good with like pork. It's really good with pot roast. Uh, it's really good with any kind of uh, meats in a sense. And so, uh, yeah, definitely check out Love Corkscrew uh, in Chicago. Uh, the wine was made in California, but they're based out of Chicago, which is pretty cool. And so uh, this is only my second red on the show. So I had to go out to, 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 to you know, to the shot town to get that. Um, but we're gonna bring them on, y'all. We talking about the ups and the ups and downs of what it's like to be in a relationship uh during the quarantine period and then also right now. And today's Valentine's Day, so we gotta acknowledge that. So we're talking about black love and the day is the day for love. And so first and foremost, let me thank this lovely couple for even coming on today, for even speaking with me today on Valentine's Day and talking about black love, right? Black love. And so uh Valentine's Day is the day of love. So happy Valentine's Day to everyone out there. Those who are single, those who are in relationships, uh, just happy Valentine's Day to everyone. So we're going to go ahead and bring them up on, and I'm excited. I'm 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 highly highly excited. So here we go. Let's let's get them up on here, y'all. Imani and Steve in the building. How are y'all doing today? How are y'all doing today? Doing pretty good. Yeah, good, pretty good. Yeah, doing good. Hey. That's great. <laughs> yes, happy. So I got. So I I gotta ask y'all this. What are y'all doing to celebrate Valentine's Day? By the way, it's Imani's birthday, y'all. So make sure y'all put in the comments, happy birthday to Imani. She out here celebrating her birthday uh, with us on Uncut and Uncourt. Uh, but what are y'all doing for Valentine's Day? What is, what is, what kind of, what has y'all day been looking like on this, uh, on this day of love? It's been pretty chill so far. Um, okay. Like my request for my birthday this year. Last year, I had I was able to have a birthday like pre-COVID, so I was able to go out and do everything. So this That's year, I was right. like, 
I'm just trying to literally just chill. So it's been pretty chill. We had cake. Um, we've been sipping on a little bit of wine. Um, I opened some gifts, but yeah, okay. it's been pretty chill. So you, so you said y'all been sipping on wine. So my <laughs> question is, you know, you know, this show, we, we, we all about the wine. So what wine are y'all sipping on over there? If you don't mind me asking. Uh, so Imani brought out some very fancy wine that, that Snoop Dogg has been manufacturing. I didn't know Snoop Dogg had a wine. He does. Um, yep, he does. I got to try it, actually. Yeah, it's actually not too bad. Um, Imani's more of a wine drinker than I am, so this might be more her speed. But it's it's a pretty good wine for Snoop Dogg, for sure. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. It has, like, an interactive filter. So, like, you download the app and the, um, the like, uh, I guess the label sort of talks to you. So... That's like a cool feature. Okay, okay. Got you, got you. Okay. Now is it like a red or a white wine or it's a red. A red wine, okay. Now Imani, are you are you are you a dry wine, sweet wine kind of person? Like mm, I'm more on the sweet end. I'm trying to go more into the not too dry, but I'll do like a a, a little dry. A little dry, okay. Okay, a little dry. See, okay. And Steve, how about you? Are you dry, sweet, or? I just like it sweet, man. I ain't even gonna go. I just like it sweet. As long as it's sweet wine, I don't even care. I, I, I ain't too into the dry, but like if it's there, it's the only thing, and it's like, you know, something to sip on, then sure. But I, I'm more so like it sweet, though, for sure. Got you, got you. Okay, no, that's fine. And, and then, and so, Iman, if you don't mind, where can the folks find that wine at? Did you get it from a Target? Did you get it from Walmart, a local wine store? Or? Yeah, we got it from our local liquor store. Um, so I think pretty much everyone has it, but it's called 19 Crimes, but they're different uh, sort of like affiliates of who the label are. So, okay. Yeah. Mm. Okay. You're going to send that to me because I definitely want to try that out. Uh, now, is, does Snoop own that or did he like partner up with someone to do that? Uh, he partnered up with another label. And they just another label. Got you. Okay. That makes sense. That makes sense. Okay. Well, thank y'all so much for sharing with the people uh, what y'all drinking on. Uh, and like I said, folks, we got Steven and Monty here. It's going to be a great show. Uh, I am I am truly, 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 truly excited about it. Uh, just to give a little backstory for those who don't know, Steve, Steve and I, Steve, when we meet, last, last year, I think it was? Yeah. Last year. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. Well, it might even be before that because I was interviewing in like May, June. So it might even be before that for sure. Oh, it might have been. It might have been. It definitely might have been. But uh, Steve and I work together. I'm not going to say where we work, but just know we work together. Okay. <laughs> uh, and so uh, Steve and I met then. And man, Steve's been a good brother ever since. And then, when, of course, when he was working, Imani came around too. So I got the opportunity uh, to meet Imani. And it was just nothing but genuine uh, energy coming from them too. And nothing but love ever since. Uh, me and me and Imani had a funny interaction. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going to talk about it on camera, but. Her and I kind of interacted a little bit on something we both wasn't expecting. So, uh, so that, so that was that was funny. Uh, but no, so uh, yeah. So I guess my my kind of my first question would be for you all is with you know the start of twenty twenty was a year, right? And so the start of twenty twenty one, I guess, just how how have you both been like individually, but and also as a couple as well? She asked me to go first as I'm drinking. So okay, but that's um, that's a great question. You know, I think. For me personally, um, 2020, it, it brought a lot of W's. It brought a lot of great things, a lot of blessings. Um, I think the, the hardest part through it all in terms of, like, taking care of yourself and just how I've been doing this is, like, COVID has definitely, like, put a, put a like, a turn, a wrench to some things. Um, you know, some some passions, like, shifted. I started doing new things, like baking baking cakes, you know, stuff. I started to get in some things that I was, like, telling myself I wanted to try, but hadn't really done before. Um, so, like, you know, I think 2020 and COVID, just in general, brought a lot of great things, but it also brought, like, you know, some negative things, too, in terms of, like, I was finishing up my grad program. Um, I couldn't walk the stage. Um, so that, that was, you know, that kind of sucked a little bit, just to not get that last experience of a, you know, I guess, coll collegiate ceremony of graduating. Um, and then, um, you know, just when COVID started, it seemed like everything kind of happened so quickly, you know, we were told to go home. It wasn't like, uh, it wasn't like an exit. It was like, okay, y'all might come back. Y'all might not. And we, when we were actually able to return courses, we were taking online courses. Um, so I finished the last part of my grad program 
taking like Zoom courses, which was wasn't wasn't the best, but I think you know it taught me a lot and gave me an experience to see like what current students are feeling about taking Zoom courses. Yeah. Um, but ultimately, I think I've been doing well in this year. Um, I've been, you know, trying to. I'm doing better than I thought I would be doing uh, mentally. Um, and I think a lot of that just comes from uh, praying more. Um, COVID 2020 has definitely allowed me to do more things I like to do, uh, whether that's you know playing video games, sleeping. Uh, spending more time in reflection, um, allowing me to like pick up new passions. Like as I said, I was I started baking. Um, I'm considering. I'm slowly starting to get my YouTube channel. I'm drafting. I'm in the drafting stages right now. I'm in the Talk about stage. it. Um, so you know, I've been pushing that to the side for a while too. Um, but I'm in the drafting stages of doing something like getting into my passions that I actually want to do. Um, and I think you know this past year has definitely allowed for me to do that. Um, but it also came with some with some challenges as well. But I'm doing well though. I'm doing well for the most part. Wow. That's amazing. That's that man. Thank you so much for sharing that, brother. Uh and it was crazy because some of that I heard off camera, but it's good, you know, to hear the some of that. And I I didn't know you was baking, so you gotta teach me <laughs> you gotta teach me some skill. Uh but Imani, I guess I'll go with you next. How are you feeling coming into this year? So I'm currently in graduate school and a lot of my colleagues have been saying that our new phrases I'm doing COVID fine as opposed to like just I'm doing fine in general. Yeah. Um, and I think that that's sort of like, like a huge reality that we're facing right now. Um, mm -hmm. Similar to Steve, like 2020 was a lot of transitions for us. Um, we relocated from, um, we weren't living in Illinois before. And so we relocated um, in the midst of 2020. Um, I ended up moving back home. And so like there, like I said, I started a graduate school program. So like there were a lot of different Huge transitions got engaged. There are a lot of huge transitions that happened. Hey, we're going to get into that too. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, there are a lot of huge transitions that happened in 2020. And now 2021 is here. And it's like, so what's happening with these things type of thing? So just sort of like working through all of those different transitions. And um, sort of like my motto right now for 2021 is just like a loading phase. Like there's a lot of things that. Oh, I'm working on, like I said, graduate school, thinking about wedding planning. So, like, there are a lot of things that I'm getting ready for um, in regards to what's about to take place in 2022. So, just making sure I'm staying focused on the goals in the midst of everything that's sort of chaotic going on around us, like things that are in the world and the White yeah. House, different things like that. So, just making sure I'm staying grounded, rooted in my faith um, with that yeah. journey as well. So, yeah, that's just sort of where I'm at right now. That's beautiful. Move, 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 moving in my faith. That's rare. That's powerful right there. I can, I can, I can so, so, so much relate to that. So thank y'all so much for sharing that. Uh, you know, you talked about, you know, you both talked about your individual journeys, right? Uh, but then of course you all are a union, right? You are, you know, you are a couple, uh, you know, and you do move as a union, but also as individuals. So I want to kind of get to the couple piece, right? So I want to, I want to ask y'all, this is a question I've always wanted to ask and i think i think steve and i talked about it a little bit but never really got into details uh how e explain you know if anyone one person wanted to answer this y'all both want to answer this kind of explain how you both met each other like what was that process like how y'all met each other because i know with every couple every every everybody got their own story so steve might have his story money got her story so how did you all meet each other and what did that process look like for you all as individuals yeah uh imani loves some people ask me this question because she thinks that like my story on how we met is any different from her story okay um but imani and i we went to the same undergraduate institution mm -hmm. uh, so we went to a small liberal arts college in the middle of granville ohio uh, for four years and imani is actually one year older than me so um we we came, we came she's talking about cougar we came through um, a very similar scholarship program, well, the same scholarship program. She's a year older than me, so it's called Posse. Um, and so the scholarship allowed us to like pretty much go to this college for four years on tuition. And so I always kind of knew who Imani was, uh, but due to her being older than me, we kind of hung out in different friend groups. Um, okay. So it's, it's interesting, like my freshman year, um, Imani helped me get my first job. Like, you know, okay. I, don't, I don't even know if she really understands that. Like literally I was, looking for a job and she worked at the at the rec center and she was like yeah we're hiring um she looked at my resume like she was a resume builder like she <laughs> she had been getting paid for this uh so i'm like who is this woman who was only one year older than me trying to look at my resume yeah yeah about my, my life 
Um, yeah. And so, like, that was, like, my introduction to Imani. And then, um, so, yeah, I mean, that's that's how we met. We, we, we met through college. So, college brought us okay. together. Um, and that's when we kind of, as we got older, um, I think we started to know each other a little bit more. Um, and so, you know, one thing led to another. Um, and I, you know, eventually did ask Imani to be my girlfriend, um, you know, at some point in my college career. Okay. Like, like my junior year. She was a senior, I was a junior. So, I, I didn't ask her to be my girlfriend around then. Okay, 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 okay. I like that. I like that. I like I'm gonna keep it short and sweet. I'm gonna keep it short and sweet. All right. No, that makes sense. <laughs> now, now, Imani, does yours match up to that? Is yours the same, or do you got a slightly different story? Yeah, so he gave like the big picture, but he's missing a lot of key details in there. Okay, okay, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> so, first of all, he forgot to mention that he was like the first and only black male student to be posted and like plastered throughout our campus before he even got there. So okay. yeah, I'm a year older than him. So everybody's like, who is this freshman kid? He had like an NPR article out. Like he was the okay. most talk on campus. I'm like, I don't, he's a, like, who is this child? Oh, Steve so, being humble, huh? Okay. Right, humble rags. <laughs> <laughs> so he, people knew about him before he got to campus type of thing. Um, but okay. Like he said, we were in the same um, scholarship program. So that was sort of how I got acquainted with him. And then um, we had, like he said, similar friend groups, but we weren't always sort of in the same group with that. Um, so like we just sort of knew each other passing um, and we had a lot of similar friends, but we weren't necessarily friends. Okay. And then in his sophomore year, that was my junior year, um, I had joined a sorority. And so I got a little bit more acquainted with him um, in that round. Like he knew who I was, but it still wasn't like we were super close. And then okay. his the his sophomore year, wait, yeah. So at the end of his sophomore year, he ended up crossing, and so we were yeah. in similar circles again with uh, fraternity and sorority life. So that okay. was, I would say that would brought us even closer in that realm. And that was um, I would say once he crossed, he um, wasn't as humble in the same regard. I felt like he. Uh -oh. was Feeling himself just a little bit. Okay. Just a little bit. I don't know what you're talking about, but I'm listening though. I'm listening. <laughs> the letters had you feeling yourself, Steve. I think he had a boost of confidence that I had noticed before. Let's just go with that. Okay. I think it was in that way that he sort of, you know, began to approach me and, you know, just be more explicit about his intentions in us then. Right? Yeah, that sounds good. Okay. Sounds good. <laughs> so, it was from there, um, like the end of his sophomore year, uh, my junior year, and then we started officially dating after that summer. So. Okay. Okay. Listen. Listen. Okay. Listen, Steve. You ain't. You never told me you was that guy before you got this. <laughs> okay. I just love how I never knew about that until now, and we known each other for for quite some time, for almost a year now. So. Uh, Okay. Okay. I like that. I like look, that. Look, I, look, I, from my my perspective, I wasn't the man. I was just trying to push through, get out of there, graduate, you know, do my thing. That's all I was trying to do. But yes, yeah. I don't know. Nothing else. <laughs> <laughs> now that's humbling, man. That's humbling. But uh, and for those who don't know, Steve Steve is a very humble guy, so it just doesn't shock me whatsoever. And for those who also don't know, uh, Imani is a member of Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated. And Steve's a member of Alpha Phi Alpha Fraternity, Alpha Phi Alpha Fraternity Incorporated. Uh, so that's a little backstory of when they say they join Greek organizations, uh, which are divine nine organizations for those who don't know watching. So definitely want to make sure we share that. Um, but okay, no, y'all talked about how y'all met. Uh, y'all talked about, right, because I think back, so I think back to, what was that? Uh, I think Imani talked about this. Uh, her birthday was before last year. Her birthday was right before the pandemic, right? And then, of course, right before the pandemic, y'all were still a couple. Y'all were still engaged. All those great things. And so, I wanna, I wanna kind of get at that, 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 that transition. That transition it took from, okay, we every, like this is this is the normal, and then we just bam, this pandemic hits and we gotta go straight into quarantine. So, as as y'all as a union, when it comes to y'all relationship, what was that transition? for you all like because for those who don't know you also too don't live together in a sense uh as well and so what was that transition for you all uh going from living these normal like everything good pandemic we go see each other when we want everything cool 
until now the quarantine happened uh and then you all had to transition right into that and then steve i believe you were job searching at that time too so what was that like for you all transitioning into that so let's rewind to like february 2020 um and so like you said everything was sort of normal um we were both uh living in pittsburgh at the time and yep. Um, so like everything, like you said, was normal. We could do what we want when we wanted. And then COVID sort of happened. And so things were definitely shifting. Um, we had known that we were planning to leave Pittsburgh, but COVID sort of like expedited that process. Okay. And so with that uh, sort of like how we, I guess, envisioned that process being, it just sort of shifted. And so um, not too long after um, March, I think maybe even March or April, anyway, we came back to Illinois and so that was when it was like, okay, we need to figure out what exactly is going to happen. Um, also, like uh, Steve mentioned, he was graduating. And so from then, after he graduated, that was um, sort of where things came about. And he decided to ask me to marry him. And so it was that was sort of like at the height of when COVID began <laughs> and quarantine yeah. began. It, yeah. Uh, that was when he was like, okay, yeah, now is the perfect time to engage you when we're yeah. about to not be together anymore. But um, so that was sort of when uh, we were like, okay, like this is going to be very interesting. Um, and then not too long after that, he ended up uh, getting employed. And so like that also led to us also being further apart than we had initially thought. Um, and then also sort of a little bit of more background. Um, like we said, we're a year apart. And so I had graduated while he was still in school. And so we had started our relationship when both of us were in school. And then it was a year of us being like three hours away. And then there was a year of us being, well, a year, two years of us being in the same location. And then it was like, okay, now we're about to go back to that. Remember that time when we weren't together? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're doing that again now type of thing. So I just think that um, the fact that we also had that experience and we're still yeah. able to come on the other side of that, I think has allowed for this season to be a lot more beneficial than um, I think a lot of other couples where they haven't had the same experience. So. Um, yeah, I think that would be my take on it. It's yours. Yeah. Um, I mean, Imani pretty much took it and, and ran with it. And I don't, I don't really know what I would say to add to that outside of the fact of, um, like what Imani mentioned is very true. So we, when we were in Pittsburgh, um, uh, granted, well, actually when we were in undergrad and we, we started dating, we spent a lot of time together. Okay. So then when she graduated, and I was still finishing up my senior year, that distance, that's when we started to get into like a long distance relationship. And so that's when it started to get a little bit challenging in some regard. This was before COVID. And okay. so once we, once we both got in Pittsburgh, granted, we were still living in two different places, but we still were seeing each other every day. Every day, um, yeah. And so, and so once COVID happened, uh, I mean, to be honest, like we we were still seeing each other. Like, like it wasn't... It wasn't like a, like, okay, I know they said social distance, but like many money spend so much time together. It's like, if I'm sick, she's sick and vice versa. So it wasn't, yeah. it wasn't like that. So I would, you know, and also because like we were only two people in Pittsburgh outside of like her, one of her line sisters. Um, and so we, okay. you know, we pretty much thrived together during the, co during quarantine a little bit. Um, and okay. so even when we were in Pittsburgh and then we left, I didn't really feel like any difference until we got back home to Illinois. So like, you know, we were in Chicago um, at about the end of April. And so, okay. you know, we lived in two different houses. And so at that point, I didn't feel like I had the same access. Um, but, you know, I was still able to get my car go see her. But at, the, at that time in Chicago, it was also still like, COVID was still getting worse. A lot of stuff happening. Lockdown. Yeah, lockdown. The, the Chicago, curfews. yeah, curfew. There was a curfew. Um, so mm -hmm. there was a lot of stuff happening that I think was preventing us from seeing each other as much as we kind of wanted to. Mm. Um, but the good thing that we have technology like FaceTime, because yeah. <laughs> because even yeah. now that's what we use a lot of. And so I think for us during the pandemic, when it first started, I didn't feel a rift. Um, I didn't feel any difference until we both got, um, like I went and got employed and Imani was in Chicago, you know? Mm. So there wasn't any difference between us when quarantine started versus versus you know us being in pittsburgh so it's like i think for us the pandemic didn't really alter too much but i guess what really kind of altered some things was us going back to that long distance sort of kind of because now i'm like an hour away 
versus me being like 10, 15 minutes away and I can just drive mm-hmm. to see her, you know? Yeah. So that's, that's probably the only the only difference. I, so I wouldn't even blame COVID. I would just kind of blame, our, our, yeah, situations. Yeah, pretty much situations. Yeah, that makes sense. Wow. No, that, 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 that makes a lot of sense. And I think too, like, first of all, I commend y'all for, for dealing with that and not living together and then, you know, uh, not being able to see each other when y'all wanted to with COVID and, you know, you job searching. And then Steve on top of that was starting a job during the pandemic. And then Imani was starting school during the pandemic. So it was like, you both were, you know, under your own stress. And then on top of that, you still had to show up in a relationship with each other. You know what I'm saying? Which says a lot about both of you as individuals, but then also as a couple. And that actually leads me into my next question because I wanted to ask, uh, you know, when it comes to your relationship, right? Uh, what about the quarantine or, you know, or just the pandemic in general? Like you felt like strengthened your relationship, but then also what about it? You felt like also brought some things to the forefront that you never addressed and you had to address, uh, you know, because of quarantine or because of the pandemic in a sense, you know? That's a great question, Dwayne. And when I think about that, so Imani put me onto this thing called love languages. Love languages, and yeah. So, and so <laughs> she had me take this test and she also took it and it tells us kind of what our love language is. And Imani's is like quality time. Okay. Uh, and mine is like touch. Like I like, like if I could just, if I could just do like this, like this feels great. Like I, I, I just love, I just love. Hey, well, hey, listen, don't listen, <laughs> don't hold back because of the show. Okay, you can wrap your arm around her, brother. Okay. <laughs> no, but, but so you know, once I realized that, um, I guess what happened during the quarantine or even COVID is that like it essentially because there was nothing to do, we didn't, we could, we didn't have to leave the house. We weren't like, I didn't have to go physically to a building to take courses anymore. Um, we were essentially together a lot more during the day. Mm. Um, so it allowed us to like spend more time together in that way because um, ultimately we didn't really kind of kick it until oftentimes the evening. Cause that's when both of us would like kind of be free. That's when both yeah. of us would like, you know, be able to like see each other. So um, to like be able to spend more time and connect in that way was probably the best thing. Um, it allowed us to like, you know, laugh a little bit more, talk about, talk about spending, you know, if we were the last two people that we saw, you know, what would we tell each other? Like, we just started doing a whole bunch of like funny stuff. Like, and so it was, it was a great time for us to like really connect more on that way. Talk a little bit more, uh, pray a little bit more. Mm. Um, for me, um, and, and, I, and I guess even for both of us, um, you know, we're both growing in our faith. And so a lot of our, a lot of the churches that we were a part of and, you know, went virtual. So, you know, getting, getting, you know, a message, um, you know, talking with other people about COVID and, you know, how faith and COVID, you know, intersect in that way. Um, it allowed us to like, also, I think get, get closer to God in some way in our faith as well. Um, yeah. and, and, and that's also to speak for myself. Like, I don't want to speak for Imani, but I know I felt like, you know, in a sense we got closer in that way too, spiritually. Um, and so, you know, spending time together, getting, getting closer spiritually, um are like i think two key things i feel like that covid or the pandemic brought that's that were good things um in terms of things that it brought to the forefront though um so i am uh, i am a i i i'm an introvert i am I, okay. I put myself in situations to be extroverted so i can get experience of feeling like well how do extroverts extrovert so i put myself in those experiences and oftentimes, I like to be with myself a lot. So I grew, I grew up as the only child. Um, not the only child. I grew up as the youngest sibling. So like okay. naturally, I do feel like I'm the, I'm the only child because everybody else is like, you know, 10, 15 years older than me. That's, that's the youngest sibling I have, 10, 15 years older than me. Oh, so wow. like, okay. I naturally like to spend time by myself. Like solitude for me is okay. So okay. the quarantine, the pandemic brought us together so much that and sometimes you don't realize just how much somebody talks. Uh, like nothing, there's nothing wrong with you talking. You better fix that. <laughs> I know I talk, but I feel like when you spend so much time with somebody so much and you're not used to spending that much time, you have to learn how to like to really share a space with somebody. And like, especially during a, a national pandemic where it's like, y'all both are anxious, y'all both are nervous. 
And it's like, because I got used to like kind of spending some of my time to myself and it went from like saying, talking to Imani almost every day and seeing her every day, I had to like really, you know, get, get more, get more adjusted to that and be okay with that. And there's nothing wrong with that. Like there was ultimately nothing wrong with that. I just for myself needed to get comfortable with like seeing Imani and talking to Imani every day. Um, yeah, yeah. And that's, and that also I realized was helping us both comfort each other. Cause like I said, we were both in Pittsburgh. We both really didn't know what was happening. So for us to like spend that time together and like be there for each other, I think helped. But I know for me personally, I had to get used to that. I had to like really, you know, some days I'm like, all right, I, I want to go back to my spot for a little bit, but I also don't want you to feel like you by yourself in this thing. Mm, um, and okay. so that, 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 I think that was one of the things that it did push at the forefront in terms of like, you know, sometimes you, you need that space, yeah. you know, from your significant other. Um, yeah. But I think, the, the pandemic kind of, you know, gave us a reason to kind of spend that time and share that space more often than not. Mm, that makes perfect sense. Okay, okay. Imani making that face like, okay, he got it right. He got it right. <laughs> okay. Imani, did you want to share anything on, on that on that topic? I was actually going to say thanks, Dwayne, for asking this question because, um, you know, like we thought about what we were going to say, but we didn't talk to each other about our responses. So this okay. is this is the first time that I'm hearing this in this delivery. So <laughs> we gotta hear uncut and uncorked, baby. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I'm joking. So, yeah, and so which I also think is very interesting because my response is a little, well, very different actually from what he shared. And so um, okay. I'm thinking more so about sort of like the later ends of the quarantine pandemic. Um, and so, like he said, or like we both said, um, when we first sort of started dating, we were together basically all the time. Like my mother joked and said that we were Siamese twins because we were always together. So okay. I was like, oh, like that's just how we are in my mind. And so um, like we had the time where we were in school, we were together all the time. We weren't in the same city state then we weren't. But then once we came back to the same city and state, I was just like, oh, this is how we function. This is okay. normal in my mind. Like, But also yeah. knowing that my love language is quality time, to me, that sort of makes sense. And so like the fact that we had different perceptions of that, I'm just like, oh, very interesting. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, that yeah. was one of the things that I thought was a positive that came out of it, that we were still able to spend that quality time together. And then going back to one of the challenges or tensions was that, um, uh, I guess like sort of like this iteration of us being not in the same city and state was that uh, we noticed, well, at least I did. I noticed that a lot of whenever we would uh, like sort of have to go back to wherever we were after we had been together, like from visiting or things, mm -hmm. sort of like the later stages of that, it was just like, a, okay, you get on my nerves. I can't stand you. It wasn't like as overt as that, but it was definitely like, yeah. we need to, we need to dip and separate, but also... I'm thinking of that probably more so stemmed out of the fact that like we knew that we weren't going to be like have that reliability of like seeing each other whenever we wanted to. Like now it's more structured. We have to like make plans to go see each other and spend yeah. time with one another. So like yeah. that was also sort of like another added stressor. I felt like that was bringing that sort of quarantine COVID our situation mm -hmm. brought into the mix that we didn't necessarily yeah. have to think about. Like it's one thing when it's like, okay, kind of is a little too much. I can go and then come back versus like, yeah okay we just like ha it's like a forced separation as opposed mm. to circumstantial so okay no that no that makes that makes perfect sense and it's interesting to hear to, to hear y'all say that because you know steve knowing steve like i i firstly i personally never thought steve was introverted i, I never thought that so when steve told me that i mean i remember the first day he told me that i'm like okay that's, that's interesting you say that because you don't seem you don't seem introverted at all like when Steve and I like started talking, like we had a good conversation, uh, which is really good. And it's it's crazy how you had to balance that, like that introvertedness and that extrovertedness with, with you know, with, you know, with, with your partner in a sense. And then Imani talking about the distance and how the distance, you know, somewhat kind of put, um, you know, was one of those issues that brought to the forefront. Because you're right, like you know, traveling back and forth during a pandemic can be difficult. Uh, and then also being in the place that you know you all were at. Uh, and I don't want to say the exact, I'm not sure if y'all said the exact city, uh, but the COVID cases aren't like low there. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I know that caused some tension too, uh, which actually is crazy because this leads me to my next question. Uh, y'all talked about 
y'all as individuals. And I think Steve talked about trying to balance having that time to himself, but then also like being an extrovert and showing up. I wanted to ask how, you know, with the with the pandemic and quarantine specifically, like how did you all balance showing up for yourself and then also showing up for your partner? Because I think that's like that's tough. Cause you know, I'm not gonna lie, I'll be brutally honest. Like the pandemic, when it first hit, my mental health was not the greatest. It wasn't. Like I was eating crazy. I was I wasn't getting good sleep. I didn't I didn't want to go to work the next morning. Like it just it just really it just really wasn't the greatest. And until I got a grasp and an understanding of how I can attack this thing and how I can deal with this and how I can cope with this and what my new normal is like in this situation. And so I guess like for you all, how was that process for you all as individuals? How how were you showing up for yourselves as individuals? But then also, how were you like still making time for each other? You know? For myself, um, and, and kind of like what I what I mentioned earlier is that um, I started I started picking up new hobbies, new passions. Um, so something that um, I have I have yet to let go of that I heard sort of at the very beginning of the pandemic um, was a it was like a word um, on a particular Sunday that I heard it was like a message that was left and it stuck with me and it basically said like there are blessings behind closed doors mm. and so. I I took that as like something that like I needed to hear during the pandemic because literally COVID was a big in some way closed door. Like it closed a lot of different things, I think, in terms of like opportunity, in terms of like ceremonies, in terms of celebration. I mean yeah. it also allowed for celebrations to be tweaked and things to be altered. But I feel like it, it, like you said, in terms of like that mental space, like it made me it made me feel like I'm missing something like I didn't feel like, like I said, the, the year ended, the school year ended kind of abruptly. Um, yeah. didn't get to walk the stage. Um, even the way in which I proposed to Imani didn't go the way in which I envisioned it to go. Um, and so a lot of that for me uh, made me, in some way, I, I was still job searching, um, still hoping to get a job. I didn't, I didn't get a job offer until June um, and I graduated in April. So yeah. a lot of that time I spent like sort of, trying to figure out what do I do with this extra time that I have? Like now I'm not really leaving the house anymore. I don't have to go to class physically. Um, and so like, what am I doing with my time? So like I spent time picking up new hobbies like baking. Um, and this is something that I, I, I watched like my, my mom and my aunties do growing up. Um, and so I like, I hit up my auntie over the, over the corners and I was like, can you help me make this cake? Um, and she sent me all the ingredients. So I made my first uh, seven up cake, which I think came out good. All right, the first one. Seven up cake is fire, by the way. Oh my god! I got. I'm gonna make you. I'm gonna make you. I'm gonna make you some. I'm gonna let you taste. I'm gonna let you taste. But okay. the first, the first one I made wasn't that good. The second one I made came out a lot better. So I started. I started baking a little bit more. Um, I spent more time in terms of like I'm a gamer, so I, I naturally game a lot. But I spent yeah. a lot of time gaming. That was my escape from COVID. Like at least in the game, there was no pandemic. At least in the game, I could do what I want. There was no restrictions. Um, I spent a lot of time also trying to read. I'm not reading as much as I want to, but okay. I got to get a feel for reading for joy again instead of reading for class. Um, yeah. Because a lot of a lot of the reading I was doing was coming from, from coursework and, and articles, and so I didn't really care for reading as much. So I tried to pick up a book. Um, didn't finish those books, but I, I picked them up, started reading them. Um, in the process of finishing them up now. Okay. Um, spent spent more time uh, with the Imani course, and I, like I said, I think that also helped me. Um, because like I'm naturally sort of like to myself, and so to mm -hmm. have somebody else there to bounce ideas off or talk to, um, you know, really, really talk about what's happening in the world with kind of help me mentally. Um, and so I guess also to answer the second part of your question in terms of like how did we, how did I support Imani even during that time? Yeah. Um, what I, I I'm a listener, so I listen a lot to what people say. Um, mm -hmm. I listen to people like body reaction, like. Communication can be non-verbal, and so a lot of that I picked. I picked up with Monty whether she if she wanted to be bothered, didn't want to be bothered. I, I took that cue. It's like okay, I'm gonna give you your space for a little bit. Um, if she wanted to, you know, eat certain things, she wanted to do certain things. Um, even with the pandemic kind of thriving, we still find a way to like still make the most of you know doing the things that we did pre-COVID. Like we both are like I think we're foodies. I think we like to go try restaurants and food, so we still try to like try different foods and stuff like that that were open, yeah. you know, we get delivered and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so we still try to do things 
Um, and I still have to be there for her as if there was no pandemic. Um, wow. So, and so if that if that meant like doing like date night with us, just watching a movie, kind of doing what we normally do, like we still have to keep that stuff up and not let it slip through the crack because of, of a pandemic. Um, yeah. What I didn't want to do is like make the pandemic an excuse. Oh, like we can't do that because of COVID, or you know we can't hang out because like no, like I still wanted to make sure that we were still doing what made us a couple, like you know hanging out, talking, yeah. um, you know sharing stories like really just laughing like all that stuff we still did and i still tried to make sure that it was still there um yeah. and so i think that's also what kind of helped us to like you know be there for one another during the pandemic for sure wow that's beautiful iman did you want to share anything imani or yeah um so for me the two major words that came up were grace and compromise Ooh, you better stop me, my Okay, you don't you don't start preaching on here tonight. Okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> but um, like even now, still there, and I guess it like also may depend on sort of like what things we have going on or what season we're in. But like I said, I'm in grad school, and daily I'm just like, yeah, like it's okay to show yourself some grace because it's yeah. a lot. But yeah. um, I just feel like also in that same vein, like not only like showing grace and compromising with myself, but also doing that for Steve. I felt like once I was able to do those things for myself, it was a little bit easier to do that for him as well. Mm. And so um, also going back to the faith piece, um, I feel like COVID was a large part of like a lot of my faith development. And so um, also like that continuous pouring into myself. Um, I got really into doing devotionals and like praying a lot more. Wow, um, yeah. So like all of those things I felt like were grounding me and then yeah. the fact that I was able to point to myself, I think also allowed for me to be more available for Steve as well. So um, <laughs> going back to like that common saying of if you can't love yourself, you can't love others. I felt like COVID really sort of brought that to light and showed me like what that meant practically um, and was just able to, you know, help me live that out, I guess, more. So, yeah. Yeah. No, you grace and compromise god damn it Imani. i wish you would have told me when the damn when the damn quarantine started because that would have helped me out so much grace and compromise y'all if y'all don't take anything away from today's episode uh take that away grace and compromise even with yourself with your partner because no, i'm serious like that's that's so real you got to have grace with yourself but of course you also have to compromise so i think of grace having grace with yourself and having grace for others having that patience, having that understanding that, you know, being flexible, being adjustable, all those different things, but in compromising, because you have to compromise with yourself. Like I understand not going into quarantine, not going into the pandemic. I have to, I can't do things I was doing before. So I can't, I can't go out uh, to, you know, and have, and, 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 and drink with friends. I can't just randomly go out to a bar anymore. You know what I'm saying? That's a compromise. I can't just freely go, to any gym that I want to go to. That's a compliment. I can't freely travel anywhere I want to go to because some folks have extremely high coronavirus uh, numbers in a sense. And so it's, it's just different things you got to, so that's so true. Uh, and I just want to highlight you and thank you for sharing that because that's really big. Uh, and thank you so much uh, for sharing that because I think that's really, that's, that, that, that's really cool. And Imani, you said something though earlier I want to get back to you said something about being engaged and so you for those who don't know Imani and Steve are engaged and uh yeah that's a, such a beautiful thing uh, of y'all being engaged so can can and I know I'm going off script here a little bit but this is the last question I promise uh if if one of you all want to talk about what it's like being engaged during a pandemic like what is that like right now for you all <laughs> oh, he made that laugh like during the pandemic, man. I mean, and you wanna go? I don't even know if it's just being engaged in a pandemic that's making this process stressful. I think this planning for a wedding in general is stressful. Um, you know, learning to, <laughs> learning to plan a future with somebody when you're not used to like thinking, like turning I to we is like also pretty pretty difficult to do if you're not used to doing something like that. And so a lot of the a lot of the conversations we have, a lot of the decisions we make, a lot of decisions I make, I keep in mind Imani. Like if wow. I if I if I know like, you know, if I know I'm gonna, you know, need something or if I know I'm planning to do something in the next few years, 
I keep Imani in mind just because I know like she's also in grad school and you know with her field she has to be get a licensure in a specific place to actually do her work so she can't just get up and go she can't just get up and dip while me I'm in higher education and like it's a little bit more flexible in that way um so everything I'm doing now in terms of like where I'm at um in terms of like my goals in terms of like you know saving in terms of like you know we we were even we, we started doing um premarital counseling actually um, which I, which I think has really, you know, we, we're new in it. We, we're not, we're not too far in it yet, but we're new. Yeah, yeah. But I think it's starting to get the ball rolling in terms of like our different upbringings and how do we bring those upbringings together. And so I think that even before COVID, before pandemic, you know, planning a future with somebody when y'all have two different upbringings is challenging, but I think it's, it's a beautiful thing to do it during the pandemic because one, I mean, it, it just adds additional stress and that's okay. But, but, but two, it, it allows us to really, you know, flush out how do we want our wedding to look like? How do we want our future to be? What, where are your goals after you graduate? What are your goals um, after you, you know, after I plan to work for a few years before I go back to school? Like what, you know, we, we talk about those things, you know, more now than I think we probably would have in a non-COVID year. Mm -hmm. um, and, and our wedding is also planning for 2022. So a lot of that also has been intentionally embedded one because she, she graduates around that time but also because hopefully by then COVID will have come and gone. And so we can have a little bit more flexibility for people to be there. Um, but I think that, you know, being engaged during a pandemic, um, I don't know if it's been any more stressful, but I think that the pandemic just added a little bit more stress to it. Um, but we're still navigating that. We're still talking. We're still planning. We're still uh, together in that sense of making decisions. Um, but I think it's also just been challenging to like go from uh, myself to like, okay, maybe I should, tell Imani about this as well so she could be in the loop. So that's also something that I'm, I'm learning and I'm getting through as well, for sure. Yeah, no, no, that's, and listen, I'm not engaged, so I can only imagine uh, the stress that's, that, you know, that places y'all under right now with, you know, trying to, trying to plan a wedding right now in COVID. Uh, it's funny because I was, I was talking to my brother, my brother's getting married and he was planning a wedding and he was telling me like the stresses that he were going through. So uh, I listen, I can only imagine, like I said, so, uh, you know, good luck to y'all though. So I, I guess my, my next question is, so when, when is the day? I, I know you said 2022, but is there, is there a date set yet or no? There's not a date set yet. Not an official date. Okay. A range, but we're, like you said, we're taking baby steps with the baby step. Okay. I mean, uh, but we're looking at like the summer ish of 2022. Okay. Okay. I like that. Okay. Okay. 2022. Listen, 2022 ain't far away. So. Okay. Got you. Got you. Got you. Uh, no. So for, again, folks, I, I, I say this a lot, but I truly mean it. Uh, I just want to thank y'all because that kind of concludes our question portion. So I just want to thank you all so much for taking time out and, you know, being vulnerable in this space. Uh, and answering these questions openly and honestly, I always say, you know, it takes a lot for people to get up on here and do this. And so I truly, truly, truly thank you all from the bottom of my heart for getting onto this platform and opening it up about your relationship on Valentine's Day, on Imani's birthday. So I really, really, really appreciate that. Uh, but now, you know, now, now it's time for some fun, right? We got, we got through the questions. We got through the, you know, the hard stuff. It's time for some fun. And so uh, right now, y'all, Again, put in the chat what y'all are drinking on. My, I want to know. Imani and Steve want to know. We want to know y'all wine recommendations. So put mm -hmm. in the chat what y'all are drinking on. And we also, if you have any questions, now is the time to put any questions y'all have for Steve and Imani into the chat. And then I will read those questions off. But while we wait for y'all questions, we have a game to play with Steve and Imani, uh, which I'm excited for. And so... Uh, the game is called uh, Who is Who Game. And so basically what it is is that I'm going to ask a question. So I'm going to ask a question. Who said I love you first or something like that? The two, uh, Stephen and mine is going to point to who they think it is without even consulting with each other. They just, they just going to, it's kind of how TikTok is. You know, TikTok got two little uh, sides. Uh, who, uh, who said I love you first? And they got the names on each side and they kind of walk towards that way. So it's kind of like how TikTok is, if y'all saw the TikToks. But again, put into the comments what y'all drinking on. 
any questions y'all have for Stephen Amani, now is the time to kind of put those into the comments, and I'll be monitoring the chat uh, to check those out. Okay, so Stephen Amani, y'all ready? Y'all ready? Okay, all right. So the first one is, who approached who first? Now we monitor the chat uh, to check those out. Okay, okay, got you, got you, got you, got you, okay. <laughs> Uh, 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 hold on, hold on. Oh, you, each other. You, oh, okay. You, I didn't realize you said, that. You said who approached who first? Yeah, yeah. Oh, who approached who first? Okay, it probably was me. It probably was me. <laughs> if, I, if I think back to it, it probably was me. Yeah, it was I, Steve. I take that one. Okay, okay. It was Steve. It was Steve. Okay. Uh, who met whose parents first? Yeah. Oh. Imani, okay, so okay. He met parents first. Oh no, okay, okay, okay. He met your parents first. Okay, got you, got you, got you. Okay, okay, got you. Okay, that makes perfect sense. Okay, who said I love you first? Oh, hold on, hold on. What do you got? What's going on here? <laughs> In my mind, I think he did, but he keeps saying that that's not true, and I don't have any evidence of such. So. I just, I just know it wasn't me. So if okay. it wasn't me, it had to be you, money. <laughs> That's all I, I just know it wasn't me. That's <laughs> a- I wouldn't in court. It's, I'm not buying it. <laughs> okay. Uh, who asked who to be in a relationship first? It was me. It was me. I took it, it was me. Steve. Okay, it was Steve. Steve claiming that. Yeah. Okay, got you, got you. Um, okay. So who is the cook in the relationship? It's Imani, but it depends on the time of the day. So okay. Like, so like Imani can cook a really good lunch dinner. Okay. When it comes when it comes to breakfast though, no, nah, that's me, hands down. I can cook a mean breakfast, like a mean omelet, huh, Steve? You get in there. That's dope, man. That's dope. That's dope. Okay. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. Okay. The, and, and so and so this is the last one. Okay, Steve, when I ask this, I'm gonna need you to be honest, okay? <laughs> okay, Steve. I'm 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 saying Steve, particularly because this question always stumped the fellas for some reason. Okay. Who cried in front of who first? Oh, okay. I was hoping that she said Steve, but no, okay. <laughs> It took, it took me a while to fully get comfortable with crying in front of her. That's another topic for another day. Yeah, yeah, that's a whole other topic, right? Like, but like, it was definitely her. But I, I eventually broke down one time because I just okay. had to come out. But like, it was definitely her first for sure. Got you, got you. Okay, okay, cool, cool, cool. Listen, so we asked, so that, so that concludes the game piece, folks. Uh, make sure y'all put in the comments uh, any questions that y'all have. Uh, we actually have a question. Uh, listen, my girl Shannon, I got to shout out Shannon. Shannon's in here every week asking questions uh, and, you know, uh, and just showing up and just, and just thank you so much, Shannon. I appreciate you. But Shannon said, uh, what type of relationship do you hope to have with your parents and in-laws post COVID and after marriage? That's a great question. I got to get her a check. You hear me? <laughs> Yeah. Well, I'll start. I would say that, um, like, even so, we've been dating four years um, okay. at this point. And so, well, dating in relations, engaged, the whole gotcha. um, that's yeah. been four years. Yeah. Um, and I would say that we're pretty close with um, both of our future in laws. Um, mm. So, like, we, yeah, like, literally, I call his parents my parents and the same with him so we're like already at a place where we're pretty close um yeah i would say covid has shifted that a bit just because we're trying to be more you know like conscious of interacting with each other's parents just you know to adhere to like different uh covid restrictions and making sure we're being safe and things like that sure um, so, um i would say that i haven't been able to uh like interact with his parents as much as i would like to at this point because of covid so speaking about after covid and i guess after marriage in that regard i would say that uh the only difference would we would be spending more time in person 
But at this point, like we talk on the phone, we text all the time. There's definitely like a high level of engagement there, I would say, um, between both parties. So Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um and I would kind of second what Imani was saying. Um Okay. I think I think when COVID first started and I and in personally speaking, um I feel really connected to Imani's parents in some way. Um, they, they are quite supportive. Um and I love my parents. Um, my parents, my dad is a little bit older. <laughs> so like I'm the youngest and so like my dad is like older and so like like you might even say I think it's been harder for her to, you know, come to a place of wanting to visit um and see my parents because like, you know, they are a little bit older. Um and so wanting to be mindful of them, keeping them safe. Um, but also to the point of like like you might even say, like I think if I needed something and I didn't feel like I can go to my parents, I could definitely go to her parents and wow. vice versa. Um, and so even post COVID, um, I just hope to like continue to grow in relationship with them, um, continue to get to know them. Granted, me and Imani have been together and known each other for four years uh, and probably known each other longer than that. But like, okay. um, I'm still learning who the, her parents are. Like I'm still, wow. know I'm still celebrating with them, still learning from them. Um, and so like, I think that when it comes to learning and teaching, um, I can go to either or. Um, but you know her parents have been very like very supportive, very helpful in just my own understanding of life, um, as it pertains wow. to. Because we're also we're also in the point of trying to get a house when we get married, so we're also looking into some properties. Okay. Um, yeah, we 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 doing we. It's different. I wouldn't think about no house five years ago. I can tell you that. <laughs> um, and so for a lot of that information, I you know I go to her parents, or I even might ask my dad, my mom, a question specifically about houses. Um, but to have them in our lives as we go through this um, has been extremely helpful because I know um, we're blessed in that way to, to have them here to, like, guide us so we won't be out here straight. So yeah. that's probably the biggest blessing. Um, so, I'm, like I said, even post-marriage, uh, I'm still looking to get closer to them. Um, but even now, I feel like, you know, I've known them and I feel comfortable talking to them about almost anything, for sure. And I just want to add also to that. Um, yeah. Both of our parents have very different perspectives. Um, so okay. Like, okay. Okay. About, um, like we're bringing two upbringings together to make us a we. Like the way that we wow. raise and like our parents in general, they're just like very, very different. And it's okay. not like different in a bad way. Like they get along well and everything, but it's just like that you can tell that we were definitely raised <laughs> by two different groups of yeah. people. Yeah. Yeah. And so, like, the fact that we're still able to, like, all still, you know, like, connect and relate with one another, I think it's also super valuable in this experience as well. Got you. Got you. Okay. No, that makes a lot of sense. That makes a lot of sense. And, and, and you know, different is good, right? And that's how y'all learn from each other, which I'm sure you all have learned from each other, learned from each other's parents. Uh, and that's, that's definitely a beautiful process. Uh, we got another question as well. They said, if you all could make an album about your relationship during quarantine name the top five songs on the album <laughs> top five songs on the album that's a good ass question i ain't gonna cut that's a good ass question i ain't gonna lie you are intense i wasn't ready for them okay let me let me get it together i was yeah saying. take a moment take a moment take a moment <laughs> think about that because that's a good one that's a good one top five songs uh, on the album about your relationship during quarantine. Number one, okay, will probably be uh, a DJ Khaled uh, parody of "All We Do Is Eat." Because when the quarantine started, all we did was eat. Like okay, and so I okay. we're, like we're foodies, and so like you know they say food is you know there's comfort food. So like I feel like we ate a lot of food. Yeah. Um, so I feel like quarantine definitely you know we. I know myself on some LBs that I'm trying to, you know, manifest and, you know, get rid of in certain ways. Yeah. Um, but, but eating was definitely a big thing. So I say all we do is eat would be the first track for sure. Okay. I would say, I don't know in what order is this top five, but it's on there. Okay. Ella um, May booed up. Listen, um, that was my jam during quarantine, you heard? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, because, I mean, like, literally... Every, especially like when we were still in Pittsburgh, we were together okay. all the time, all okay, like, pretty much all day, every day. <laughs> so okay, okay, yeah. Uh, that and then like I definitely like remember like Saturday mornings is just like we're chilling, cuddling, like it's just 
boot up literally yeah. so <laughs> yeah for sure for sure yeah yeah okay okay uh, that's two right we got i think i think we got three more yep um the third one so like i said covid the pandemic has created some highs and some lows for us um and i think you know we we have been able to celebrate and so i think the third one would probably be it's a song by post malone and quavo uh i think it's called uh celebrate no it's called it's, it's basically a song about celebration it's like uh Right. Yeah, yeah, I know exactly what's up. Congratulations! That's what it's congratulations! That's what it's called, y'all. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't have a lot of you know W's too. Like 2020 wasn't all that bad for us. In the, yeah, in for the sure. Partnership. So I think I definitely would say congratulations about posting. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So that's three. Yeah. We got two more. Um, I would say. A little bit of it is more so me than Steve, but both of us are guilty. Um, and I mean, I, there might be a better song than what I'm thinking of right now, but what I'm thinking about right now is Tiptoeing in My Jordans. But we did a lot of shopping. That's what I'm trying to get at. We did a uh, lot of okay, online shopping. Okay. 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 <laughs> and I don't know, like, I guess we thought we were about to pop out, like, Tiptoeing in My Jordans with these new fits, but. We're still in quarantine, so I don't know where we thought yeah. we were going. Yeah, yeah. Online shopping was definitely at an all-time high. Okay. Okay, so okay, so that's four. One more. We got one more. One more. Steve, you gotta come through. You gotta you you gotta bring it home. Imani came with some good ones. Man, I'm thinking like, man, what's what's one good song that I feel like we experienced? I'm thinking like from the beginning to the end. Um, now take your time, brother. Take your time. So, I don't know if this would like fit. Like, so I know the person who asked this question probably wants to know specifically about us, but I feel like in some way this song has still resonated with us during the quarantine. Okay. Um, because of like the society. So, and just because we're both Greek, I'm just going to add it in here. Nuck if you buck. Ooh, you gotta, you better get me started on here. Because, <laughs> first of all, when the pandemic first broke out, we nobody knew what this was gonna be like. And so okay. then we had so many rules and regulations around like people wearing masks, people not wearing masks. Yeah. And for yeah. us, we take wearing wearing masks seriously. So yeah. we pull up, yeah. we pull up anywhere yeah. with a mask on. And so yeah. you know, we ready, we ready to go. Somebody ain't got their mask on, and they yeah. try to tell us got mask off by like, looking at us like we crazy. Um so I'm I'm gonna definitely go with nuck if you buck. No, sure. really, yeah. That reminded me when we were actually uh in Pittsburgh, there was um, like this is when COVID first started. Like you said, people didn't know exactly what it was, and we were walk, take a walk, and a guy walked out of a store. He didn't have his mask on. He was like, <laughs> like literally coughing all over us. And mm. I literally had to calm him down because he really was in nuck if you buck mode. I'm like, we're not about to. I mean, I know it's serious, but it's yeah, it's serious. So that's definitely yeah. On no, that, listen, <laughs> listen. These I will say. Listen, one thing I'm no. It's funny y'all say that with these masks though. Because one thing I've noticed is that these Karens in masks have been out of control. Out of, I, I, out of control. <laughs> that's all I'll say. I don't want to get into detail of my stories, but I've had some I interesting interactions with Karens and not wearing masks. Uh, in grocery stores, even, 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 even in my, you know, even in my, even in my work area as well, it's been. Uh, it's been interesting. So uh, it's been interesting. But no, but no, that is a great playlist. So shout out to y'all for creating that playlist. Uh, that was amazing. Um, however, that does conclude our question period. So I just want to thank everyone for asking any questions that you asked. If you have any questions, feel free to comment on the playback. Uh, and I'm sure Stephen and Monty, uh, they have access to that so they can answer any questions that you all have as well. Um, yeah, I, man, listen, y'all. I got nothing but love for y'all. I just want to thank y'all so much uh, for doing this show. Uh, you know, when I reached out to Steve, I initially thought, I was like, nah, he going to say no. It's Valentine's <laughs> Day. He trying, to, he trying to whine and romance, you know, Imani. So I'm thinking he probably ain't got time for a brother. But he said yes, and he came through. And Imani, uh, Imani came through as well, too. And I just want to thank y'all so much. Uh, I, I wish y'all nothing but the best of luck on whatever endeavors y'all working on right now in life. Uh, good luck with the wedding planning. Good luck with the actual wedding day, uh, because I know that can be a lot as well too. Um, 
and I always do a virtual cheer. So we got to do a virtual cheers for you all. Uh, so if you got your glasses, definitely toast them at home. If you got your glasses, toast them up. We're going to do a virtual cheers to Imani and Steve because, man, y'all doing great things. So virtual cheers to y'all. So we got to. Mm -hmm. I'm going to top that bottle off right there. Uh, listen, I'm already I'm I'm more than halfway through this bottle. That's how much I be drinking on this. Show. No, I'm more than halfway through this thing. Uh, but no, it's been another episode of Uncut and Uncorked. Make sure you all go to the YouTube channel, uh, Uncut and Uncorked. Make sure you subscribe, like, and share the videos if you can, right? Uh, we're on Facebook as well. I'm on my Facebook, Dwayne Anderson. If you're on YouTube, feel free to view them on Facebook as well. We got Facebook and YouTube where you can view them on. I'm actually about to start uploading these so you can also just hear the audio on my official podcast, Uncut and Uncorked. I'm going to transition into like the podcast piece. So you can just hear the audio and the playback, and I'll post that on my Instagram. Make sure you follow me on my Instagram, Earthly Vine. Uh, that's Earthly Vine. If you if you need to know how to spell it, you can Google it right now. I'm a little tipsy off this wine, so I'm not <laughs> going to spell it right now because I might mess it up. Uh, and so, yeah, uh, Imani and Steve, is there anything you know you all would like to promote, you all would like to share at all on the show for the people to follow you all at or? Um, you can follow me on IG. I don't post it that often, but you can follow me on IG at A that Stevo. That's A Y E D A T Stevo. It's a double S, so A that Stevo. Um, and um, yeah, I mean, I will get my Twitter too, but like, I don't know if y'all want to follow me on Twitter. Just follow me on Instagram. I don't really have nothing to promote. Black Lives yeah. Matter. It's Black History Month. Do something great for somebody black that you know for sure. Talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. Imani, do you have anything you want to promote, Imani? Nope. No, no you good. Okay. Oh, but what he said, A that Steve O, go follow him on Instagram. Hey, she said, listen, get her man's followers up, okay? Y'all better, y'all better. Okay. Uh okay. But no, that being said, thank y'all again so much. Thank you to viewers. Appreciate y'all. If y'all got any wine recommendations, reach out to me. Thank y'all so much. I have a beautiful Valentine's Day. Celebrate love because love is a beautiful thing. Uh, on that note, we are out of here and I will see you all next Sunday. Uh, we got two more episodes, two more episodes where we transition into season two. So this is season one, Black Love, Uncut and Uncorked. Thank y'all so much. Y'all have a beautiful day. Happy Valentine's Day, everyone.